How do we fix our broken people? Published by Paula Kavner on June the 6th, 2018. Sexual abuse is accepted across the world as being the most underreported crime, and here in Ireland we're no different. With our current population and our seriously outdated statistics, we can estimate that one in four women and one in six men have experienced some form of sexual abuse in their past. This means there is at least 900,000 citizens currently living with the impacts of abuse. Now take into account that the abusers are also out there. Based on these figures, we also must realise that for every victim there is an abuser. We would all like to think that we would recognise a child abuser if we saw one. That we can pick them out of a crowd based on their creepy looks or their odd behaviours. But those stereotypes are simply just that, stereotypes. The fact is, child abusers are not monsters. They don't walk around with signs saying abuser. They are able to include themselves in our lives and in our children's lives because we trust them. An abuser can have many victims, but let's take a very conservative figure of an abuser abusing two victims. That means there are 4,500,000 sexual predators living amongst us. As horrific as these statistics are, we reckon that at best half of our population are directly impacted by abuse and all of our population suffer the secondary impacts of abuse victims and the perpetrators living within our communities. As victims of childhood sexual abuse, we understand just how difficult it is for victims to open the doors they hid their memories of abuse behind. However, without unlocking your memories of abuse, those memories will be the fuel that drives you forward or keeps you stuck. Though those memories or emotions can be on an unconscious level, they are most likely the force behind every decision, relationship and dream you have for yourself and those around you. Until you're able to open the doors and look into the dark spaces, you will continue to live your life as a victim, which not only affects you, but all of those around you. Offenders can only continue with their behaviours if they remain in the dark about the impacts of their actions on their victims. As a victim myself, I wanted to know why my father did what he did, and I desperately wanted him to understand the damage he had done to me and to be truly sorry. It wouldn't have taken away the pain of what was done, but if I had any chance of understanding the why me element of the abuse, it might have helped me heal a little and find forgiveness for myself sooner. Why would an abuser look? We need to give them a reason to explore the why and the how they do what they do. Seeing into their dark places will provide them with the answers to the questions they hide from themselves. How we view rapists, sex offenders and paedophiles as less than human, monsters or creatures that deserve neither compassion nor understanding serves no one and certainly is not helping to stop their offending. They, like victims, need answers if we are ever to stop abuse. Simply placing them behind bars is not the answer. Offenders absolutely need to be punished and suffer the consequences for their actions and the lives they have destroyed. Their punishment will allow the victim to feel vindicated, heard and more importantly, believed. Surely we all want abuse to stop, for suffering from this act to stop. We have no choice but to find solutions to stop abuse, to show those who commit these atrocities that they need to stop. You will never change anything if you do not understand why you do it and what impact you're having on someone's life. 
If that is to happen, we have to stop seeing sex offenders as separate to us. Rather, people within our communities that are damaged and need repairing. Probably more importantly, we need to have supports and help available throughout the country. There has to be a better way, as clearly what we are currently doing is not working. Today, the 6th of June 2018, the government announced that it is considering new measures, including electronic tagging, to tighten restrictions on sex offenders after they are released from prison. The tag would be dependent on the risk the sex offender poses on a community. The released sex offenders would also be required to be fingerprinted, photographed and registered at guard stations within three days of their release from jail and provide any change of address. We must stop with our reactive responses and begin by treating the cause and not simply the symptoms. We don't even do that adequately enough. The scant service provision and cost of attendant therapy along with the long waiting list for to inflict pain and suffering on the victims of these crimes. We must begin by providing balanced solutions to help all of those impacted, victims and perpetrators alike. We must stretch ourselves and see past the behaviour that destroys the lives and look at the person behind them. Only viewing sexual abuse from one angle will not change the outcomes. The ones committing these crimes are the only ones that can provide the answers that we need. We need to provide treatment that will prevent these heinous crimes occurring in the first place. The following quote says exactly what I'm trying to put across in this blog. If you keep on doing what you've always done, you'll keep on getting what you've always got. W.L. Bateman You've been listening to the Kavanagh Sisters blog posts. We hope that these blogs provide helpful information based on our personal views and experiences and encourage conversations about these topics that we cover. You can contact us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook or directly at the Kavanagh Sisters at gmail.com.